and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. And Lord, as we celebrate that love that never stops, Lord, thank you we received that this morning. We're grateful for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning again. We're continuing our journey through the Psalms and we're talking about abiding in God. And we're now in Psalm 108. Now, Psalm 108 is interesting because it's, a, it's like a mashup, you know, a mashup of songs. So the lyrics in Psalm 108 are, actually come from Psalm 57 and Psalm 60. So in our day, it was called a mixtape or a medley. Now it's called a mashup. So let's, uh, let's read the first verses of Psalm 108. It says, it says there, My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. The psalmist celebrates God's steadfast love. It reaches to the clouds. It's so overwhelming and amazing that the psalmist says, God's love is so it's steadfast as that my heart is steadfast as well and I will sing praise to the Lord because of that. See, as we talk about God's steadfast love today, it actually contrasts with the love of the world or the love of culture. You see, the love that's found in culture is no longer as steadfast as before. People walk away from love. People, you know, in the, fall out of love. People at some point uh, know they love someone and then at some point they would have so much disgust and hatred for that very same person. It's, you know, I, 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 in fact, I remember this song uh, from Billy Joel, of 1970, late 1970s. Uh, Honesty is but a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. Honesty is hardly ever heard. Mostly what I need from you. I, I was not quoting from scripture. Okay? I was just quoting from a song. But that is a picture of current day culture. And in that place, the steadfast love of God is contrasted. The steadfast love of God comes in our time when we're not even able to love each other faithfully much less love God faithfully, God's steadfast love comes on us. So let me begin by talking about that, that the psalmist relates to us his heart, uh, 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 relates about his heart being steadfast. And apparently, its source is the steadfast love of God. So the psalmist has a steadfast heart because of the steadfast love of God. In verse 1, he says, My heart is steadfast, O God. The word steadfast, we don't really use that, but you know, it's a formal word, but it simply means to stand perpendicular. So if this is the ground, you stand perpendicular to the ground and you're stable. In fact, two words, established and ready. Established and ready. So when you say, when, when someone says, uh, you know, you are steadfast, it means you're established. You're grounded. You cannot be moved. Even when storms would come, you would remain steadfast. Yet at the same time, you are ready. You are ready to move when you need to. Did you know that that's exactly how our body moves? Um, you know, our bones are piled up against each other, connected by different muscles. And the muscles, the, the muscles that make some of our bones move, 
uh, they act on or they yeah they act on certain other bones that are stable. For example, my my lower trunk would be stable and therefore my upper trunk and my hands and and my head can move around. I'm a, I am ready to move because I am steadfast here. I am stable and ready to move. That's a picture of a heart that's steadfast. A heart that's steadfast means that even when you go through many difficulties, many things that challenge your peace, many things that try to put so much anxiety and worry, things that would unsettle you, things that would unhinge you, in the midst of all that, your heart remains to be at peace, strong in the Lord grounded in the Lord, trusting in the Lord. You remain unmoved, unmoved in terms of stability. And yet at the same time, your heart being steadfast means you are ready to obey God because your heart is grounded in God. You're ready to move uh, depending on His instructions. You're ready to obey Him. You're ready to pour compassion. You're ready to love. You are ready to have mercy. You are ready to be kind. That's the picture of a steadfast heart. And in this passage, it tells us that that same heart gives praise to God. Praises God among the peoples, praises God among the nations. How can you have a steadfast heart? A steadfast heart comes from being grounded in God's steadfast love. In verse 4, it says, For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. God's love is so great, so strong, so powerful, you can always lean on it. You can stand by it. You can hold on to it. You can rest on it. You can establish yourself in it. This is the picture. If God's love is steadfast, you know, God loves me. God is kind towards me. God has a great plan for my life. Whatever I may face, whatever situation I face, I can always go back to that love and say, no, the Lord still holds my life together. No, this situation will not destroy me. No, this situation is not futile, not fatal, because I can always go back to God's great plan, great will, and every action that He has in my life always comes out of His goodness and His graciousness to me. His love is steadfast, therefore I can rest on it, I can ground myself in it, and my heart can remain unmoved, even through the most difficult circumstances. That word steadfast love, uh, in the Hebrew, it's called hesed. In, that word hesed is actually very significant in Hebrew culture. You know, they would refer to that as one of the, one of the single most uh, you know, accurate description of God's character, hesed. It is God's goodness. It is God's faithfulness. It is God's kindness. It is God's steadfast love. Hesed. In, in fact, we hear this in Exodus chapter 3. In verse 4, you know, when God was revealing himself to Moses, this was his self-proclamation about himself. It's almost like you meet God for the first time. This is how he will introduce himself to you. In verse 6, it says there, The Lord passed before him, passed before Moses, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. During the time that the people of Israel were in exile in Babylon, they would go back 
to Hesed. They would go back to the promise, to the reality of God's Hesed, His steadfast love. And that would give them hope. It would give them hope that the Lord still has a plan for us. The Lord has not forgotten us. And some of you need to hear that today. The Lord has not forgotten you. God's love for you remains to be steadfast. Even though you don't feel it, you don't see it, your circumstances have blinded you, have clouded you from even seeing God's loving kindness towards you. Believe it once again today. It is steadfast. It does not change. It does not wane. It does not lessen. It, does, it, it, it remains constant through time. And that kind of love is everlasting. and something you can hold on to even in your most difficult circumstances. When Billy Joel said that honesty is such a lonely word and everyone is so untrue, I like to say this, not everyone. Not everyone. Well, for one, for sure, God is. Uh, God is loving. Uh, God is not untrue. God is honest and loyal. Uh, this is my wedding ring. Um, my wife and I, of course, have one each, right? And we, we had something inscribed inside. In, inside, my, in, inside my wedding ring, it says there, All my love, comma, left. It's almost like that's my wife's commitment to me, telling me that she loves me with all her love. That which is inscribed inside her ring is the Latin phrase, Semper Fidelis, comma, John. Semper Fidelis means always faithful. That's my pledge. That's my vow towards her, that I will always be faithful. In this world, in this world, when our own words and vows will often be tested, we will be able to draw from God's steadfast love, His example of steadfast love that He provides for us so that we can continue to be loyal and kind and steadfast in our love and commitment and vows to each other. In fact, God's steadfast love is so great says that even when you were rebellious, He loved you already. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this, that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's steadfast love is so great that He does not only love you and is faithful to you only when you're faithful to Him. No, even when you were a rebel, even when you, when you denied Him, even during the time that you were not looking at God, you were not following Him at all, the Lord loved you already and He demonstrated us, He demonstrated that in His love for you at the cross when Jesus Christ died for your sins. That's how much He loves you. I pray you may never doubt it. God's love for you is steadfast. Now, why does God's steadfast love make my heart steadfast also? Because when my heart is fixed, fastened to His steadfast love, His steadfast love carries me. I can trust Him. I know Him to be trustworthy. I know that His intentions in my life are always good. Even when He does allow situations in my life that would challenge me, prevent me, and sometimes even discipline me, but the design is for me to always go back to God's steadfast love so that my heart will be steadfast as well. The situations you have are not always as they seem. <clears throat> when you have super great circumstances, understand this, God has greater things in place for you. When you have not so great circumstances, understand this, the Lord is working out His plan and His purpose for your life. And that could go all the way from the so significant um, this, uh, circumstances in our lives to so even the most trivial. <laughs> One particular, if I may say, mundane, trivial, maybe quite small circumstances that last week my wife and I were on a ministry trip. And when, when we got to the airport uh, and, and they looked at our visa, uh, they, they realized that there was something wrong with our visa. And then because of that, it was only like an hour before our actual trip. So they tried to fix it. 
in the process, they allowed us to already go through, but like 30 minutes, okay, 30 minutes before the flight, we were asked to come, uh, no, so an hour before the flight, we were asked to come back again, and because of that, we missed it. And in that moment, you, you're like, oh man, Lord, oh, ah. It's, it's the only flight for today. And we need to be able to arrive tomorrow because of the meetings and the study tour that we would not want to miss. And man, Lord, what will we do? So we did what we could. We prayed. We tried to reapply for the visa. The good thing is that it's on, online. And then the, the, the clerk told us, actually, sir, we have another trip, another flight that's just seven hours later than your initial flight. And if your visa comes already prior to that, you can still make it for that flight. And, the, and then they told us, we only started having a second flight per day just yesterday. I mean, whoa, the favor of God on us. In fact, true enough, in 30 minutes, we were able to get our electronic visa. And then we were rebooked for that flight. We were able to fly out seven hours delayed. Nonetheless, we were able to come in time for the meetings and the study tour. And, 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 uh, and, 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 and we were grateful. We were grateful to God. That's, that's a simple matter. And yet God was faithful to us and God showed us his favor. That's his steadfast love for me. Now you might be going through something so difficult. And as you go through that, I understand how it tests the way you perceive God. Now that's exactly what the psalmist was also going through. In fact, towards the end of that psalm, it says this in verse 10, who will bring me to the fortified city who will lead me to Edom. He was talking about victory over their enemies. Verse 11, have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go out, O God, with our army. So the psalmist is actually, you know, stating a fact, stating a situation that, Lord, we're actually left. I mean, I will praise you because of your steadfast love, but our situation right now, we feel like you've abandoned us. Verse 12, O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. That's the right response. In the moment of uncertainty, in the moment when you are overwhelmed by your circumstances, point your eyes back to God. Recognize that vain is the salvation of man. Grant us help against our foes. Once again, cry out to the Lord. And then in verse 13, the faith declaration of the psalmist, with God we shall do valiantly. It is He who will tread down our foes. With God we shall do valiantly. It is He who will tread down our foes. I pray you may have such a confidence again. I pray that you may declare your faith all over again. Abide by God's steadfast love and your heart will be steadfast too. Let's take the next moments to be able to pray for some of your situations. Lord, I commit to you, Lord, uh, the families who are listening, Lord, my brother, my sister, Lord, as we go through these uh, seemingly insurmountable circumstances, thank you, Lord, that your steadfast love towers over it all. Your steadfast love is higher. Your steadfast love is greater. Your steadfast love is more powerful. So in this moment, we cry out to you, Lord. We present our situation, our impossibility to you, and we ask you now, Lord, would you intervene? Father, vain is the salvation of man. Vain is the help of man. In this moment, Lord, we receive the assurance of your steadfast love. Therefore, our hearts are also steadfast. Our hearts are at peace, and we cry out to you. And with the psalmist, we declare, with God, we shall do valiantly. It is He who will tread down our foes. Lord, would you break through with your miracle, with your signs, with your wonders, with your possibilities into our life and our situations today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's go ahead and worship God again. You reign forever, God. 
So Lord, we declare your love that is steadfast over our lives, our situations, and over our families. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face towards you and grant you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless us, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.